Sean. And I'm Carrie. Sean's an ex-cop who does happier things now. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> and Carrie's a New York Times and internationally best-selling children's book novelist. We live in Down East Maine, and our podcast is a little funky. We start off with a random thought we recorded in bed, or the kitchen, or the car, and then we give a writing tip, and a dog tip for life, because our dogs are wise and smart and like to be included. <laughs> We're not hoity-toity. We're not all trash talk, although we try. We're just us. So thanks for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and be cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and dogs are smarter than people. And we begin with a random thought. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. Jeans. Why do you want to do that to me? Because I want you to sing it again. Oh, no, sing I'm not it. singing. Sing it. Come on. Come singing. on. What was I singing? Mr. Taco Man. Whoa, 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 Mr. Taco Man. <laughs> I can't do it properly. You can do it. Instead of the postman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Taco, Mr. No. Whoa, 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 Mr. Taco Man. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Bring me a taco. Proving that dogs are smarter than people. Oh, no, our hey, dogs are much it's random taco thought. In yeah. the car. In the car. Damn it. The car again. Always in the car, man. And we're almost out of 2019. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> And it's the end of the decade, blah, blah, blah. So you should be thinking about what you did this past year. And decade. And decade. Which and then creating your goals all over again. Don't blame us if you get to... depressed, though. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm already depressed now. What? Yeah. Why? Because it only took me like 30 seconds to go through the whole decade. I was like, Shh. You mean you haven't accomplished anything? Went we to, have. You, you've done a lot, man. Yeah, I know. You married me. That's right. There you go. That's all you need. Woo-woo. <laughs> you stopped being a cop. Yep. Woo-woo. You started a podcast. You started a podcast. I'm just your co-jockey. My co-jockey. Whatever. My co-jockey. Your co-pilot. My co-pilot podcaster. What else? What else, man? I don't know. Do you have any big dreams for the next decade? What? I don't want to say right now. It's a secret. Oh my word. How are you going to help other But it involves happiness. It does? Yeah. Is it really a secret? Do I not know? I want no, my you know. To go down. It's, our, it's our lifestyle slash business plan. Oh yeah, we have lack. a new lifestyle slash business plan, but it's top secret. Our imminent lack of debt and... Financial planner yeah. will be worried about me, but that's okay. And your ability to have more animals and happiness. Do you think more animals equals more? Well, I didn't. No, I didn't mean. I wasn't mean to bunch them together. I just meant they were two separate things. This sounded like a furry convention. Man. More. <laughs> well, maybe we could host one of those there. I'm gonna read my books. Are you now? Yes. All right, I'll try to remind you of that. Not for money, like not editing books. No, I know, I know. Books that for are pleasure. You don't yeah. do that nearly enough anymore, my love. Well, it's really hard after a while because you start analyzing the books. I know. Yeah, and I know 
what's going to happen at the end because it seems too formulaic. Everybody is formula. And then if you don't go for that kind of book, then it's so hoity-toity and it's almost trying too hard. It's hard, man. The book world is hard. Oh, plus I'm going to write a new book. Yeah, Sean's writing a naughty book. No, no, not naughty. My, my relationship advice book. It's going to be oh. called Taking One for the Team. <laughs> <laughs> Basin. And what is, what is it about? Well, it's the concept of like, you know, I took all the trash out of the basement today. Which was so nice. And you have your, quote, yard sale pile, which has been growing year after year I, without a yard sale. So you're like, did you take the yard sale stuff to the dump? And I said, no, I didn't touch the yard sale stuff. And you said, well, I wish you would have. So I could just yell at you for a couple minutes, but secretly be happy that I didn't have to worry about it anymore. So that's where I'd be taking one for the team to continue our happy relationship. <laughs> yeah. And free your mind up from stress a little bit. Yeah, man. We just have all these bins of yard sale stuff. But the problem is that I don't like to sell things or bicker or barter or label things with Jesus monetary likes to amounts. Keep them. I don't want to keep them. That. No, I don't. I don't even want to keep them. I just want them to be gone. <laughs> without the problem of getting rid of them. Without the mental anguish. Yeah, man. Like, I'm like... Alright, you should make that yard sale pile bigger then. Like, nobody wants a Doctor Who wallet at the thrift store, people. Like, they'll just throw that away. But at a yard sale, someone might pay a dollar for that. I'll tell you what, And before... then I'm like, maybe we should sell it for money. We need money. And then... Uh... Before you go visit Emily next month, you should move all the yard sale stuff into a certain spot and add anything you want to it. <laughs> and then maybe it'll disappear while you're gone. What? Yeah. Maybe. I'm not saying. I'm not going to get... I'm not going to do pre-trouble. I'm not going to take one for the team twice. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would like to say that we've stopped in a parking lot at an old deserted mall. And there are like a hundred... Okay, maybe 30 seagulls <laughs> hanging out in front of the car, and one is flying towards us. And it's over it, for a McDonald's french fry. And they're all fighting over french fries. And hey, what do you think will happen if I stick my hand up? Don't window? stick your hand. Oh, oh my god, they're coming! <laughs> they did. Oh, what's wrong with you? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. It's like birds. Ah. Wow, what a conditioned response. That's way better than I expected. <gasps> They're going to start attacking the car now because they didn't get <laughs> So we're here because we're trying to do a random thought, but Sean also wants to go to Taco Bell. Heck yeah. Taco Bell again. And no, there's no again. I didn't get to go the first time. And now the, these little baby seagulls. Baby, they're are, pretty fat. Uh, exactly. We are going eat. to follow us to Taco Bell because you opened up the window and you put your hand out. Let's do it together at the same time. Okay. We can make a meal out of three of these things. Wave around a little bit. Hi. Snap your fingers. Hi. Oh, oh they're, they're pretty smart. Out. They're pretty smart birds. They're like, you screwed us the first time. We're not wasting our precious cold. Oh, look at that big brown one right there. Can yeah, you see it? Man, you can write a man. picture book about this experience. He's a chubber. I don't 
don't think that's a nice language. But you could write a He's well about, insulated. <laughs> about, about seagulls and the mean people who pretend to throw french fries for them. The mean people. Yeah. And the seagull in search of a french fry. And then, you know, there has to be three obstacles in a picture book. So, yeah. like, the first one is you pretending to throw a french fry. And the second obstacle is what looks like a french fry. That's not a french fry. I don't know. And then the third one is Chubber, the well-insulated seagull who steals the french fry from him until finally our hero protagonist seagull gets a french fry. <laughs> we wrote a picture book. Yeah, we did. This would be a good place to bring a kid with a boatload of like, popcorn or something. No, you're not throw. supposed to feed the wild seagulls. Who cares? I care. You could make their little bellies explode. Is that salt on the road or is it all seagull poop? I think it's seagull poop. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of seagull Whoa, poop. Whoa, he almost got hit by a car. Oh, because they thought probably lured him with a french fry. Now I see why these people from Maine sit in the parking lot. They're watching the, the seagulls. <laughs> Sean's not from Maine. No, down in Florida we used to do the raccoons. There used to be this one park down by the beach. It was a state park and there was a fire station right yeah. outside the fence. And if you went to the fire station at night, the seagulls would, no, the raccoons would come under or over the fence into the parking lot of the and literally mob you if huh. you were feeding them. Like okay. They would crawl right up your leg. Yeah, we used to take stuff there, like just potato chips or whatever. And it got to be insane after a while. I think they pretty much had to put a stop to it. Just so there's not a lot to do in Florida? Just some, oh, there's plenty to do. Hmm. But that's better than some of the other things we had to come up with. Crocodile wrestling. Oh, we never did that. We used to stand in the middle of our street with a tennis racket and ping rocks as far as we could, never knowing where they landed. That's not a nice thing to do. I know, see? Feeding raccoons is better, right? I don't know, because then the raccoons become dependent upon the humans for their food. Well, whatever. Messing with nature. <laughs> yep. Florida. The firefighters used to sit up in the windows at night and shoot them with BB guns after we fed them. No, food. they didn't. It was providing a secondary source. No! Of firefighters not. are heroes. They would never That's do that right. again. That's Regular right. soft tacos. Anything else? That will do it. 558 for the window. Thank you. Oh, sorry, huh? It's okay. Do I have to get my own money out? And my beautiful purple wallet. That's my wallet. I know. <laughs> with uh, two dogs and a cat in the recording room. Yeah. Gabby the dog is panting and occasionally belching just for your pleasure. And there she goes. There She's she panting goes. now. And this year's, this year's, the last of this year's episodes is called New Year, New You, Mr. Taco Attacking Seagulls Doing the Raccoons <laughs> and Goals. Because we wanted a big title, I guess, man. Yeah. Um, She's just you gotta ignore the dog. We're professional podcasters. Okay, so it's the new year. And as we all know, a new year is all about goals and looking back and creating our lives in a new way. People are spending money on exercise equipment and diet food and all that. But you know what? 
The you that you are? It's totally fine. It is. Writers especially feel pulled and pushed towards outside affirmations and validations. We think... If I traditionally publish a book, I've made it. I'm a writer. Or we might think... If my self-published book sells 100 copies, I've made it. I'm a writer. Or even... If I get 10,000 Twitter followers, then I've made it. I'm a writer. The thing is, though, you're a person in a moment, and every moment that you write, you're a writer. You don't have to aim for other goals or any goals other than this goal of self-realization. You're a writer by writing, not because you hit a list or make an editor you've never met by your story or a critic that you'll never know give you your story five stars. Yeah. Yeah, man. Writing is about communication and exploration. I can communicate. And I love to explore. <laughs> Jeez Louise. What? <laughs> you like to explore Taco Bell is what you like to explore <laughs> and do the raccoons. Um, so it's craft and art and it's all these things bundled together. And just like you, the writer and the human, it's shiny and real and just fine the way it is. You're a writer by writing. You're a human because you do human things. Why are you laughing? We have so many animals bothering us today <laughs> there's a kitten who keeps walking across our computer so this year maybe we can give others and especially ourselves the empathy to not judge each other by our end goals but by our journey and actions that we perform every day or every week by how we create our stories and our families and our communities it's okay to just pant like gabby <laughs> It's okay to just write. It's okay to just be. Let the goals that you create be about process as much as they are about achievement. And have a happy new year as you. Not a new you, but the you that you are right now in this moment. A beautiful, shiny soul. Surrounded by animals. <laughs> you don't have to be surrounded by animals that have a beautiful shiny soul so our writing tip of the pod is this hey in our random thought we talked about how three obstacles are important in your story when you're writing a picture book right right, right. the seagulls had an issue they do so um, in trying to find that perfect french fry before they finally be- get that french fry but when you're reading that picture book right It's not really the goal that matters. It's the enjoyable process of watching the seagulls fail. So, too, is our lives. That's right. Right, man? Yeah. So don't be so pressured about being the new you. Just be you and try to evolve a little bit. Because even if you're enjoying the process of seagulls failing, you are actually rooting for them at the same time. Oh, yeah, right? That's the end result of the book, right? Yeah, and the success is even that much richer if you have to fight for it. That's right. Little seagulls. Squawk! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the next noise they make. (laughs) Dog tip for life. You're going to have to interpret that for us, honey. (laughs) Dog tip for life. Life is about community. Yes. It's about being in the moment. We talk about this with our dogs a lot, right? Gabby and Sparty are beautiful rescue dogs. Um, They don't live in the moment. 
No. Normally. Yes, they totally live in the moment. <laughs> they, all they do is live in the moment. No, you're right. They do live in the moment. But what I was thinking is their moments sometimes are narrow. <laughs> your moment. Pet me. Feed me. Pet me. Feed me. See, I'm petting Gabby right now. Yeah. Because She's you know why? my moment. <laughs> because Gabby, like all of us, are interconnected and Gabby wants Sean to pet her. So Gabby put her head on his thigh and panted really hard. And then he pushed her hand, her head away like a jerk. And now he's petting her like a good person because it's about community. And That's dogs right. know that, man. They know life's about community. And it's not just about your own success, but it's about cheering on others and helping them too. Gabby can't pet her ear all that well. So Sean is petting it for her. <laughs> but now she's adjusted me to her shoulder. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because she's living in the moment. She knows what she wants in that moment. But she also knows that it's not just about her success. It's about that community and interaction and joyfulness. Heck yeah, it is. It's about the pack. It's about the pack. It's the herd. It and you can be super insular and think of the herd only as yourself. But you can also think of it as your family. And then you can also think of it as your friends and your family. And then you can also think of it as your local community. And then you can think of it as your country. And then you can think of it as a world, man. That was Guru Carey talking right there. You want a big pack. Yeah, that'd be a huge pack. You want the biggest pack. But it'd be really cool to be able to... The bigger your community, I think the more interesting... Your life for the most part, yeah. wouldn't you? Definitely. Yeah, that's right. And writing and stories teach us that because it's about empathy, but dogs teach us that too. So when we're li- reading a story, we're living through somebody else's story and eyes, and that teaches us to understand other people have feelings and characters, have different ways of thinking than us, but it's safe because we're reading it, right? Versus real life. So from books, we learn empathy, and from dogs, we learn empathy too. Yeah. Because dogs teach us to take care of each other. And there was just a a thing, um, like a news story, about how kids who have dogs in their life are less likely to be like sociopaths or schizophrenic. I can't remember. I start with an S. But animals teach us love, man. They do. Books teach us love. And that's why this podcast combines writing tips and life tips told to us via our dogs. They've definitely taught one kitten in this household about love. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. And since it's the end of the year, we'd like to thank the 150,000 downloads that we've had. In one year? Or total? Total. But, like, you know, it's the end of the decade. It's still a lot. Yeah, for us. And um, <laughs> I thought we'd still be working on like 10,000. <laughs> I thought we'd be working on one. So we really appreciate you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, and maybe we'll try to start a big community because communities yeah. are good. Yeah. We should <gasps> shake it off, Gabby. Shake off. It was a pretty rugged rub she was getting. So happy new year! Happy new year. us with their time and listen to our podcast what other little tidbits should we tell them well the music we've clipped and shortened in this podcast is awesome and is made available through the creative commons license artist in the song is night owl by berg for free that sounds so 80s anyway it's cool i like it got anything else going on in your world 
All the writing tips are at carriejonesbooks.blog. I just released a book called In the Woods with Steve Waddell. It's creepy, it's a little horrifying, and it's a little romantic. Mm, Ooh, yeah, cool. and it's a summer buzz book from Publishers Weekly. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else? I have a Patreon. Oh, yeah. That's... You can find us on social media. The Patreon's a great way to read a book that's never been published by you. Yes. Only Patreon people get to read it, right? Oh, yeah. Subscribers, I mean. And you get special content. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can get special gifts, too, right? I do. I send out art. Carrie Jones paintings, which are all beautiful. And books sometimes. Yeah. Signed. Signed by me. Sean. (laughs) Just kidding. What do you want to tell people, honey bunny? I don't know. Just thank you. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe and share. Yeah, you said that at the beginning, but we can say it twice. Can we say it 87 times so people really do? They'll probably just shut it off after like the (laughs) 80th one at least. Like, subscribe, share. Like, subscribe, share. Like, subscribe, share. Like, subscribe, share. No. Get out and live your life. Yes. No matter what. The whole point of Dogs Are Smarter Than People on this podcast is to try to make your life a tiny bit better for at least two seconds, in which you're like, at least we're not them, buddy. At least we're not them. That's that's all. That's a good, people always have that outlook. <laughs> at least we're not them. <laughs> Having fun. <laughs>